bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. We could keep going. Center, I'm a saint. Do not feel ashamed. Meredith no. Brooks, y'all. Meredith Brooks. Meredith in the Brooks house. in the house. Um, yes. welcome. Welcome to yet another wonderful episode oh. of. When, when Carrie, Carrie met, met Allie. Allie. Oh, I, I did like some pitch changes I know. There. I was trying to harmonize with you. Yeah, and you I were really, taking me down the road. You were it, going on a journey. You know, I like to play to my own kettle, my own fiddle. Your own kettle. How do you and play A watch kettle? fiddle never plays. What does it not play? Oh, Claire de la Lune. Because that's Edward's favorite song. That is Edward's favorite Twilight. song. Wow, we we got to Twilight. We got to Twilight the first so fast. Like, minutes. Because that I shows, think. you know what? It's like, once you watch those, they leave a mark on you. They, they imprint. imprint. Oh. <laughs> they imprint on you. Oh, boy. Whether you want so them true. to or not. So true. Wow. Um, this is a podcast where we watch a rom-com, and then we, uh, we love it, we destroy it, whatever, with our words. This week will definitely oh, be destroying Yes, it. this was a devastating <laughs> watch. And I need I remind you, we watched the full Twilight series. We did. Rough. Yeah, this was, uh, honestly, this was service that we did for you. This is a service. I don't want to sound it's like true, a martyr. But, but um, it's true. And you know what? I think we do need to acknowledge Carrie and I right now as martyrs because it's Gemini season. It is. And we are both Geminis. We are. Mm-hmm. We're, f- we're fully Gemini. Fully. Too. Full. Yeah, by all senses of the term. I don't know enough about horoscopes to know a lot about it. Apparently, we are a lot. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Apparently, we're a lot. And apparently, yeah, our that's star fair. sign is a lot of two things. That's super fair. Yeah. Um, so that's fun for us. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> it's cute and fun. <laughs> um, so, but before we start, oh, yes. we have a couple shouty, outy, outies to dole out. Oh my God. So we my did, gosh. uh, just, uh, unveil, release, unveil, expose, thank you. <laughs> uh, a Patreon. That's right. We have a Patreon yeah. now. Oh my gosh. And we have to give a shouty outy outy to first and foremost, yes. uh, Kyle. Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. You are now legally blonde are... in the state of Massachusetts. Congrats. Congratulations for that. Hopefully I hope you, you use those it. well. Thank you for your support. Have and also, fun. a shouty outy outy to Shinji. Shinji. Shinji, you officially now have Judy Greer BFF status. Yes. Status. BFF. That's huge. Yes. And honestly, kind of mildly ironic because there was a Judy Greer appearance. There was a Judy Greer appearance in this film. But Shinji, we want to be clear that the way that Judy Greer appears in What Women Want is not what our relationship to you is because Judy Greer is sad in this movie. It's true. I was going to say you just revealed the movie without all of the uh, pre-taped hype. Did I reveal it? You did. I didn't say what it was. You did. I did. What Women Want. Did I? Yep, you did. Oh, I'm so <laughs> terrible. Or you were just referring to this film to is, what is the definition of what women, women want. want. Much like... When all the execs got in, yes. they were like, what do women want? Yes. And then... And they wrote this movie. They wrote this movie. It and was that 12 movie, Angry Men. <laughs> that's what women want. They want a bunch of jurors <laughs> figuring it out. Deciphering mm. the courts. Exactly. Good times. Yeah. No. Um, no. But what do we really watch, Carrie? Oh. Oh. What a film. What a film. I mean, I will. This is this comes with a disclaimer mm-hmm. that only watch this if you're preparing to be upset. Yes. And angry. <laughs> but and it is on Netflix if you is, do want to watch. It is. And uh, that film is, is What, what Women, Women Want. That girl we met last night at the club? Nothing happened after you put her in the cab, right? It did? Something happened? She said she had to be in bed early. Oh, I had her in bed by 11. Nick Marshall thought he was God's gift to women. Cappuccino extra foam. Tolo grande. Grande, or at least I like to think so. Next. But he's about to discover... (laughs) What women think. Let me get you a cab, sir. Thank you, Flo. You're welcome, my little sweet buns. What did you say? Me? Nothing. I can hear what women think. Whoa, lighten up that aftershave, buddy. I'm talking personal, private stuff. The stuff that nobody on earth is supposed to hear. I hear that stuff. It's driving me crazy. Even French poodles, I can hear it. Monsieur, I need to poo-poo. I don't know how this happened to you or why, but you may just be the luckiest man on earth. Hello? 
I'm Darcy. Think of the possibilities. Great photographs. No clue they're all Margaret Burke White. They're not all Margaret Burke White, are they? Yeah, they are. This guy's kind of exciting. <laughs> Paramount Pictures and Icon Productions present... I won't dance. I'm going to be the one guy on Earth who knows what women want, how they think, and why they do those cuckoo things they do. The story of a man's man who's listening to what women want. Don't fall for a guy at work. Don't fall for a guy at work. Why? Why what? And getting in touch with his feminine side. Dad! Hi! What are you doing? Exfoliating? I'm a bitch! Mel Gibson. You go, girl. Helen Hunt. I'm free. Just call me anytime. I'm flirting. What's wrong with me? Oh, God, I just looked at his crotch. Oh, I hope he didn't see me. <laughs> oh, I just looked at it again. Stop it. <laughs> what Women Want, a Nancy Myers film. I can't believe this is what I'll be wearing the last night I'm a virgin. <laughs> Ooh. Oh boy. Nothing like oh boy. A, this came out in the year 2000. The year 2000. But it was clearly made in the 90s. Yes. It reeks of the 90s. It reeks. And has none of the growth of the 2000s. And none. there's barely any growth to be had in the 2000s. So you've yeah. got to imagine. you got to imagine. We're, having, we're seeing a lot of landlines. We're seeing a lot of Ooh. internal, not internal, interior smoking. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're seeing a lot of loose pant legs. We're seeing so a lot loose. of sad women in patriarchy. Sad women. A lot of cardigans on these women. A lot of cardigans. And the cardigans match what they're wearing underneath. Yes. There's no contrast. The, a lot of three-piece business suits. Women Ella do Susie not Shear. wear bright colors in this movie. They no. are understated. They're pastel. They're pastel. muted pastels. Mm, They're softer so side of Sears, oh. which is literally referenced it's in this so movie. Because we're in the ad world, folks. We are. And guess what? It's we mid-min. are following super hunk. Ooh. Known super hunk, Mel Vomit Gibson. Wow. Gross. He honestly looks like 50 in this movie he does he looks he looks old he doesn't look he doesn't no. look like a leading man he doesn't um i mean albeit i'm very biased because i just do not like in any yeah, way yeah. mel gibson it's funny because like never understand you know he went on his racist rant years and years ago oh did he you know yes, and did he ever. everyone was like mel gibson sucks and like it was kind of like yeah okay yeah. Sounds great. Like, Checks we out. were writing Mel Gibson off. No sweat off my back. Yeah. Felt right. <laughs> like, I don't. He had a good run. That's way to go, Mel. Yeah. You, you know? really hung in there for a yeah. mediocre white man. You were John Smith and Pocahontas. You were. Uh, oh, yes. yeah, you were. <laughs> Problematic uh, movie from my youth. The Passion of Christ. You directed that and made a big deal about big it. Big old deal about the Yikes. story of Jesus. You yeah. took credit for the story oh, of Jesus. Yikes. Yeah, weird. I never watched that, and I don't feel like it'll come up on this podcast. So I feel like <laughs> we'll put up a poll. <laughs> See if people want us it's to either watch that the or uh, Blue Crush. Oh, or Blue Crush. Oh, so oh, you, we'll see you tell us. Chime yeah, in. I don't Chime know. In. Similar vibes. Similar yeah, vibes. We'll that's so true. I mean, I worship Blue Crush, so hey. that's kind of oh, I really do that. Build a church there. Oh God, surf culture is my mm. church. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've got Mel Gibson. His look. Uh, I I asked you in the in the film. I was like, what what would you call Mel Gibson's hairstyle in this? And you had a great response. I did, didn't I? You were like, that is what they call (laughs) the feathered Tim Allen. And like, was I wrong on that? You were not wrong. It was so right. It's such an iconic haircut because Mm -hmm. it's like a haircut that's cut into the shape of hair. Yeah, it's like the hair just sculpted. It's like. They, I think they wanted to like really volumous or something. So it just yeah. kind of goes straight up. I also have a theory mm-hmm. that it was before um, really good plugs. Uh, yeah, I would believe right? that. Right? That really good plugs were in. Because now yeah. actors like clearly like they've figured out plugs. Yes. There's uh, the hair. Regular people don't know this yet. Yes. But like if you look at the pictures, like look at a pre-post. Sorry to bring them up. Elon Musk picture but you know the plugs are doing their magic the facts you know? are there yeah and to the moon those plugs <laughs> I actually Jeff Bezos also just announced that he's launching himself into space today what are with these I don't mediocre know. white men <laughs> they're doing their own a space lot of race. money you know and get divorced and yeah. go you know where I'm gonna go the, the moon. fucking moon yeah, yeah it's, well, I, go hang Bill, out on the moon. Yeah, Bill Gates is gonna do it pretty soon. They're gonna have such a man cave up there. Oh, they're gonna have so a pool gross. table. 
no one cares Ugh. so disgusting gross um but yeah so i think that's part of this hairstyle is it goes up so you can't tell that they're balding it does feel like mel gibson is overcompensating with mm-hmm. like what seems like a like a mild perm that's cut. yes there's definitely a perm right it's like yeah permed out hair that's uh-huh. cut into the shape of like full hair exactly like it's like a, that hair yeah. doesn't move yeah no move. no movement in this hair and no. honestly that hair doesn't emote a it does lot not like emote the hair wearer, Mel Gibson. That's right. Mel Gibson. He has zero chemistry or charisma <laughs> in this film. Uh, you had a quote, actually, Carrie, that was like five minutes in. You were like, I'm so disgusted by Mel Gibson that this is hard to watch. And well, that's fair. I stand by it. Mm-hmm. It's truer today than it was today, but earlier when we watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, like honestly, I think the movie is two hours. So it was about two hours. About two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's fresh and it's, it's as fresh. real, if not more real. So real. He is just such an odd casting because you know spoiler and we'll get we'll unpack this he basically saves every woman Mm -hmm. in this film and you just start out hating him Mm -hmm. and you never really get to liking him no and unfortunately uh you don't get to like any of the women along the way either no and it's such a like all-star cast of of women what are some of the women that we encounter oh my gosh helen hunt is our leading lady Miss Twister herself. Miss Twister herself. That's right. She got her hair out of a tornado. Really is blowing in the wind this this entire time. We did remark she has huge barrel curl bangs. Yes. uh, Which we all know is like a, it's like an early 80s country bang. Yeah, it is. Do you know what I mean? Like country music in the Mm -hmm. late 80s, But everyone's mom still had the circle brush around. Yes. So you you did still try out the circle brush to see if you could get those bangs going. I think the logic was if I can't get my hair to be voluminous, I will at least get the... Front the front part will be to do the work. yeah like a full circle yeah out of i will make head. sure the circumference of that <laughs> makes up for any loss in volume anywhere else oh my god so many math words You're thank you math yeah i'm a bit of a there. bit of a genius i, I guess is the words your um, word not mine so yeah we have uh helen Hunt. we have marissa tomei marissa tomei like already like, i'm what? screaming where are these women where are they why haven't i seen them I who's got them who because has them? i want to see them, them. Marissa, tomei. marissa tomei is in here bet midler makes an appearance literally bet midler for like five minutes yeah she does a tight five and doesn't even play to type no she's not even being bet midler no she's just she's a subdued therapist yeah it's wild yeah um we alluded to this judy greer oh judy greer she's in there but guess what she is she is kind of a best friend in this but not to any character but her cat yeah (laughs) and ultimately she is a sad depressed Mm -hmm. woman that out the gate we all clock her as oh sad she is the sad sad depression woman that we all worry about uh arguably is also best friends with the color beige Yes. yes. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. those two are frenemies. Because it's like she's she's she knows her skin tone. Yes. And then she matched her hair tone to that, and then yes. also all of her clothing tones. So she's just and her mood. One, yeah, yeah. Her mood. It's, beige. it's just one, just it's beige. Um, Anna Gostire has uh, an appearance in a yes, scene. She does. Um, a short, short. Yes. Appearance. I mean, um, it's underutilized. Up, like as, every woman in this film, Anna Gostire is perpetually underutilized. This is true. She has never true. been utilized. This to her is true. Extent. This is true. I. Yeah, I would. I challenge I su- you. Do not challenge me. I support you. I would love to challenge you. Well, I would to a game of soccer. Interesting. Later today, one on one. It's going to be shirts late. Shirts versus skins. Can I be shirts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be skins. Okay. <laughs> because well. I only if I'm playing soccer, uh-huh. I'm playing free. Wow. Boobs out. Boobs oh, out. It hurts even when I talk about Bend it. Bend it like Beckham. I can't even oh, imagine. No, I can't even imagine no. that. Because a big plot line in Better Like Beckham is uh, she wears sports bras. Oh, is it? To wear other bras. It's not a big plot line. It's like the opening scene. <laughs> I was like, how at big? At the time when I watched it, I was like in grade seven. And I was like, sports bras bra. are cool. I'd like one. Uh, also, one set of boobs, please. Uh, certainly. But the boob cart wasn't delivering that day. That's unfortunate. And they wouldn't deliver for the next seven years. Oh. <laughs> well, at least they eventually showed That's up. That's true, yeah. When's yeah. the boob cart coming for you, Carrie? I mean, I've it's I I got Prime. I got Amazon Prime. Right. So it's it's Bezos. coming. You're, you're helping to send Bezos to the moon then. I mean Huge. for my titties. <laughs> I'll send Bezos to those to that moon. Crypto. <laughs> Dogecoin. To the moon. Gross. Carrie. Yeah. 
You've been canceled. <laughs> no, no, we're contractually obligated Why? to never say any super stonks memes on this podcast. What if I say it's no. super stonks in here no. <laughs> and I fan my nose and then no. I point to the moon no. and then I say Dogecoin? Um, we have to fire you. No, yeah, can I get severance? You cannot. What? I'm sorry, you can take your own things oh <laughs> do i have to leave my mega penthouse apartment yes. guess what impression i'm doing oh this is what happens to helen hunt later in this Ooh. movie spoiler alert all Let's the women have it. no agency yes Let's go it's gonna be fun so basically obviously uh mel gibson is um i was gonna call him a super bitch yeah he's a super <laughs> I mean, bitch misogynist he is a super bitch misogynist. and we basically get to see like a montage of him being misogynistic to every lady in his ad agency and we also have to believe for some reason that women find him irresistible yeah. and every dude loves him you I know mean, it's the matthew mcconaughey disease it is it's like it is i but except matthew mcconaughey at least i will say okay on paper i'm like okay on he paper is, he is attractive like a pencil drawing like a drawing that i doodled wow you're a good doodler because <laughs> <laughs> of how good of a doodler i am <laughs> Getting turned uh, on by your own doodles. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. Uh, getting high on my own supply. Hello. Uh, certainly, the real issue here is that Mel Gibson is Mel Gibson. Gibson. He's the got whole a time. receding hairline. Yeah. And he reeks of misogyny. Yeah, he does. And certainly racism. Yes. It comes as no Definitely. surprise. Everyone's like, we got that. Yeah, that was the vibe he was giving off in this Fair. reality where mm-hmm. he was like, the man's man mm-hmm. and he mistreats every woman he meets yeah. he even has a daughter an yeah. ex-wife mm-hmm. of course the daughter is there to humble us to him yes because we're like human to dad. us we're like don't worry women he is a daughter so he cares about mm-hmm. us on a deep level but the only way that he actually cares about her his daughter is if she's still a virgin or yes, not certainly that is the because <laughs> he's apparently been like a really uh absentee dad she's mm. 15 now and now that she has a boyfriend really all he's worried about the only times he shows concern about her is when she brings up the fact that she, or like when he finds out that she wants to have sex with her boyfriend exactly because it's so. the male gaze everyone oh, this is the movie yes you know he loves his daughter mm-hmm. in the same way that he loves women in that he has some kind of like weird power control mm-hmm. over their sexuality yeah bada bing bada boom so true um so yeah mel gibson piece of shit piece of, no um, piece of shit <laughs> he's our leading man too. yes and the thing is i keep asking myself because throughout this mm-hmm. film and you know mm-hmm. what i'm gonna downgrade it to movie yeah because it only got 54 percent on rotten tomatoes though it did have a 97 percent match with me on netflix wow so you tell so me what i'm doing wrong yeah that we need to unpack <laughs> at some point but maybe that'll be the mini episode that's fair <laughs> but needless to say it is staggering how much this f- movie, I almost mm-hmm. said film. Thank you. Is literally called What a Woman Wants. Yeah. And at no point do we Well, it's ever called What Women Want. What Women Want. Even yeah, better. Thank you. Even more patronizing. Mm-hmm. And basically, we never fully understand. We, we encounter all of these, and honestly, like prime 2000s, mm-hmm. late 90s, uh, yeah. iconic characters. Um and we never fully understand what they want. Mm-hmm. And their wants seem to be so basic and so trivial yeah, it's that sad. it's insulting. It is insulting. And every one of their motivations entirely revolves around a man or, and or being sad with no agency and mm-hmm. no self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And Mel Gibson, of yep. all people, yep. has to come around and save every single Women. one of them. Yeah. And this is a movie for us, apparently. Yeah, allegedly. Because I, I can't even imagine who they would have written this for. It's so. hard to say. I mean, they wrote it for, for the 90s. You know, a family film we can all rent. It's not too womanish because yeah. Mel's there and he's a man's man. He's the man's man. He's, he's the tool man, man Taylor. He does have some like Tim the Tool Man Taylor like grumbling he too. He's like, he's a gr- he grunts his way through scenes. He does. He mumbles his way through scenes. Mm-hmm. He's the John Wayne of this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. where he just insists on being everyone validates how good of a person he yeah. is without him ever having mm-hmm. to prove it yeah on screen it's very true yeah it's crazy. yeah he really does nothing he does his boss is alan alda which is fun perfect uh but alan alda in this movie is also a piece of shit so 
Hard to harder to see though coming out of Alan Alda because we love Alan Alda. Yeah, How could he I not? feel like they were were doubling down on like the lovability of him because he is yeah. a very kind of goofy, yeah. charming dude. What what can he say that would harm you? Exactly. But turns out he comes off all kinds of cis white man angry. Mm-hmm. Angry man. It's not great. So true. Um. So here's what happens, guys. Spoilers. Mel Gibson, my goodness, he works at this ad company yeah. and he's going to get a big promotion. Oof. But then, uh-oh, Alan Alda's like, our company's doing so bad because we don't have enough women. Like, we don't know. We need to know what women want. <sighs> There's Who like could a, an $80 billion industry just waiting to be tapped in. So I've hired this bitch cunt, basically. <laughs> but accurate. But accurate. Yeah. Helen Hunt. Because it's a women's world out there. And then he's like to to Mel Gibson, he's like, you need to get into a woman's psyche. You know, you can get into their pants, but you need to be able to get into their it's psyche. It's harder to get into their yeah. psyche because they're from so, Venus, obviously. And then so we're expecting, you know, this like real like hard like woman to come in. Maybe she's, you know, she's got a chip off her shoulder. She's yeah. been in the business world. In comes the sweetest Helen Hunt. The sweetest. All in she, white. She is like if Murphy Brown was told to play it like Pam from The Office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> basically. Which is. She is basically Pam from The Office. You and know, she's the director she's of the this. She's the friggin' boss mm-hmm. of this shit. Yeah. She's the, she's the goddamn Murphy Brown. She yeah. strolls in. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen up. Here's the thing. We need that Nike account. Yeah. There's a big Nike you know, account. And I'm depending on y'all. She's got, you know, later in the movie, she's previewing her gorgeous, you know, penthouse house. Mm-hmm. It's just a house. <laughs> but yeah. it has the, a all penthouse the energy house. Of, the pen, of a penthouse. Sure. And she's just like, oh, this old thing? Uh, whatever. I got divorced and I didn't know what to do. And I just somehow managed to stumble my way into like a CEO of a major advertisement oh, oh, firm. Oh. She just doesn't seem to have any sense of control over her own confidence yeah Yeah. and the moment we meet her it's like she's like everybody loves raymond like casual like buffoonery with like no like you're like how did you get here everybody loves raymond just a real buffoonery oh i love that yeah i can't think of another example of that i can't equate it because every time everything everyone loves raymond came on the television i switched the channel well it's not great i did not love raymond i mean i turns out the irony, again, what women want is not Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> but in in that same trend, trans, I don't want to say wow. transdental. Transdental? <laughs> you going to the dentist later? Getting an x-ray in there? In a similar vein. Transdental. Um, transdental. Is what you're looking for? It's a Jesus. transdental vein. <laughs> it was a retreat we went on. We smoked ayahuasca. <laughs> Uh, it's the same kind of like buffoonery of like everything that happens in their life. They had no agency in. They like stumbled upon. Oh, I see. And that's almost the same energy we're supposed to believe. Even though every time they reference Helen Hunt's character, Mm -hmm. I I don't even know her name. That's how little role she plays in it. Even though this, this film is called movie, sorry, is called (laughs) what women want. We never really understand women and what they want. No. Or understand their characters on a base level. But this character comes in and is like, has these amazing ideas too. Yeah, yeah. And of course, who takes those ideas? Mel Gibson. And how does he take them? That's a great question. Certainly. Because there's a bunch of plot. (laughs) There's a bunch of plot. Guess what? Uh, We love a plot-heavy film. I remember when the trailer for this movie came out when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, hell yes. I love this kind of film when there's just a bunch of stuff that happens. Because guess what, folks? Helen Hunt's like, you guys all need to try out these lady products to find out what it's like to be a woman, get into women's psyches. And they're all yeah. like, okay, well, I guess so. And then Mel Gibson goes home. He gets drunk, listens to some Frank Sinatra because he loves Frank Sinatra. That is a theme throughout. Which is very Every cringy. girl that plays it, no. he's like, wow. Frank's, you know Frank Sinatra? Wow, you're a real one. It's embarrassing. Ugh. Um, not that Frank Sinatra is not a no. talented dude, but it's just embarrassing to like for that to be your thing. I don't know. You know, it's, it's just not, like the whole idea no. of it is a no for me. It's a no. Um, so and he's like, I mean, he's like putting on pantyhose and he's like waxing his legs in what's 
you know, clearly supposed to be a hilarious scene. Exactly. Because, you know, and gender. It, we just can't imagine a man doing things that Especially are womanly. Gibson type. With this gender binary. Lethal no, weapon. thank you. Yeah, it's um, So that's supposed to clearly, like, be very funny because of that. His uh, daughter and his boyfriend, and her boyfriend uh, walk in on Mel, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And it's all. And he had a poor strip. And oh, he was just he wh- deep into being on. the fat feminine mystique which yeah. is a uh, buffoonery at this point uh, it is it is buffoonery because then he he spills his back beads exactly and he does some real um like you were saying animated acting oh well i've realized <laughs> that mel gibson has ridden a lot on this and i never yeah. really clocked it until now looking back on his uh on his all of his uh well i've his only oeuvres. watched this his oeuvre that's mm-hmm. the word i'm looking for and it's like he is just acne style acting mm-hmm. to such a degree. Like he's disgruntled man meets like mime acting. Like he's yeah. the amount of times that man shrugs yeah. and like hams it up he's with his one eyes. Step away from going, he's Mr. Beaning it Allen. and Tim Allening it at the same time. <laughs> true. We get no nuance from him. No. And yet he's supposed to understand the nuances of women. Wow. Wow, Mel, how do you expect that to happen? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's an excellent uh, Schitt's Creek. uh, Oh, I don't know. Catherine. Oh, oh, Catherine O'Hara. Wow. Thank you. I am expecting an audition, CDC. You're expecting? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, What do you expect when you're expecting? It's another rom-com we should watch one day because I think it's probably going to be a train wreck. It's probably. Um, And we should watch Trainwreck, too. Oh, Trainwreck's a great movie. (laughs) Um... But, oh, yeah, so he falls in the bathtub with the hairdryer on. Lightning happens while he's listening to Meredith Brooks's Brooks, I'm, I'm a Bitch, I'm a, I'm a Lover, which is honestly the perfect uh, song for that Just moment. amazing. And then that. he um, falls, yeah, falls in the bathtub. He wakes up to his housekeeper who... Of course, it's. I guess it's time to do a. Are there any non-white people in this movie? <laughs> moment. Da 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 da. Uh, I can think of three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're probably thinking, oh, they're probably like main characters. It's like big parts of this movie. Mm, no, 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 no. It's his housekeeper, the um, uh, the uh, door door person, yeah. like outside of his building, and oh, a. An older woman in Chinatown who right. is who? used because she looks mystical, I think. Yes, and they heavily yeah. imply that she it's might be like, of... have like witchy mystical yeah. properties and also does not ever speak mm-hmm. and he cannot read her mind. Yeah, it's so. great. It's fun. It's a good time. And yeah. that was, <laughs> were there any white pe- non-white people in this movie moment? Uh, uh, that is a segment that is... It's rough. It's a bummer. In most of these movies. Yeah. And it's sadly accurate. <laughs> it's so. true. But it. it's because rom-coms actually happened in a uh, pre-racial world. Yes. You know, it's like when they make pre-race, about, pre-gender, you know, pre-women. They didn't, pre- they didn't have any of those things back exactly. then. Exactly. So that's why that's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Everything's garbage. Um, <laughs> so he wakes up and, uh-oh, he can hear his housekeeper's thoughts thoughts. and turns out she doesn't like him so much yeah wow Uh uh-oh turns out a lot of these women's thoughts going forward are very basic and very much surrounding either him or men or Mm -hmm. being sad so just spoiler alert on that yeah it's not great because like you kind of start and you're they're thinking like because there's a bunch of women who like don't like him but then that's not the case for everyone and you're like no like i just wish that all the women hated him they should because he honestly sucks he does uh alas that's not the case they all love this 50 year old man for example he's been going in for coffee at marissa tomei's cafe yes very 90s everyone's getting cappuccinos with extra foam yes. and all that kind of shit yeah um, cappuccinos for oh, everyone classic That's the decade of the cappuccino mm-hmm. right sure. and it's like you explain to me what a cappuccino is do you really what do you what like is about the cappuccino? cappuccino what do you like about it what's your the favorite word? thing the word do you like saying it That's... is it half foam half milk are you sure <laughs> wow 
How many shots? That's that's when all the signs that you often find like in dollar stores now, like they're kind of yellow and in brown writing, like really loopy writing. They say cappuccino on them, you Absolutely. know, and you can put that in your kitchen or something. That's a kitchen uh, staple. Staple. That's right. It's You can't get them at staples though. Mostly Dollarama. Dollarama. Uh, Super Dollar. Only um, a dollar in here. Mm-hmm. When I was in the UK, I saw a sign for Pound Town. <laughs> and did you go in i was on a bus so i couldn't what i know you were too busy busting it to go to pound town exactly it was tough no. you know sometimes you just don't have time to go to pound town i make time you gotta go to yeah you got to well sometimes you gotta get in and out pretty quickly sometimes <laughs> sometimes you gotta browse around sometimes you're there to proud <laughs> at pound town wow uh, um so marissa tomei he's been like uh, like I thought she might hate him because he was like going in <laughs> she should. and she was like, he kept trying she to like rat- date her he and she kept being her. like, no, yeah. and he kept being like, no, like not taking no for an answer. Yeah, you know, like that being... old thing they do in rom-coms. Yeah. Which is romance, I guess. Oh, Give so and nice. take. Yeah. But then we find out what she's, cause I was thinking she was going to be like, oh God, like here he comes again. Yeah, here's like, this creepy man that keeps hitting on me. I'm just trying to do my job. Me out. Yeah. I'm just trying to live my life. The last time he was like, oh, like if you don't want me to ask you out, just tell me. And yeah. she was like, yeah, stop asking me out. So we, we want to assume so that we when assume. she says things, she, she means them. But no, no, she comes, he comes in again and she's like, oh Turns God, out. don't come in. She's like, don't ask me out again. Because like, Nick, how do I know you're not going to hurt me again? They're just like, no, <laughs> no, Marissa, Fight don't it. be so pathetic. And that is the beginning of what will become a lot of pathetic a moments lot for of women. Pathetic moments. <laughs> Just pouring out a Carrie glass just of poured wine. wine, and I was like, "That's gonna sound." I like know you're peeing. Uh, I, I, just, I hope you heard that, and I hope you I'm just, pissed. Aww, I'm getting pissed. Getting pissed. <laughs> no, no, we're drinking a bottle of wine today. Yeah, it's a Shiraz. <laughs> Thank you, because we got a spirit. And we noticed before because I was gonna jokingly <laughs> offer it to Carrie with a date, and there's not even a date. There's on not it. a year on it, there's which not makes a year me on wonder. It. That is sad. If it just was not it's given a, a year, no year, to but percolate. okay. So it says screw it, Shiraz. If you know the brand, uh, if you know, you don't, know. Yeah, <laughs> don't you say know? anything because it's not very expensive. Yeah. So, but it also says in the bottle instead of the year, this is what they clued to. It clues they chose to include. <sighs> they clued it to seize the moment. I'm out. Do already. what you want. Treat yeah, yourself well. Well, we're clearly not. We're drinking screw yeah, it. We're drinking and so good to yourself. Same, same here. Okay, so, we're not being good to ourselves. We told ourselves screw it. That's yeah, it's true. Don't this is a Canadian owned company brand. though. So Okay, so support local. You know? Oh God. Yeah, just give me a year. Give me a, a vicinity of a wow. year. Wow. Was that like last it really doesn't say, there's no best before day there's no is this, is this like it under really a year why it uh, doesn't say anything you uh, so you got to assume you know hey uh, if you know the answer to this don't tell us don't please tell us, we, we don't, don't want to know. know we don't we don't know. unless we it's said a good screw answer. it we, we meant said it. Screw it shiraz shiraz like, i'm impressed that it's one grape it's not a it's not a, a blend Although at this point, what are, we, what, are yeah. we, what are we looking for? What's what the you, saving grace on this? I don't know. What's the Helen Hunt here? Because oh. I'm hunting for some reason oh, to so believe. True. What is the 30 minutes spent barreling my bangs in the bathroom before I go to my high stakes job I just, wearing all white? I cannot fathom. She looked like a bridesmaid in every she scene. She did. She at one point wore uh like that, you know, that... A square neckline square neckline like yeah like thick strap to the knees kind of like powder blue powder blue dress. suit and then she oh. went yeah dress not suit but yeah. dress suit almost well yeah yeah that's but fair. then she wears the jacket matching oh, no specific colored just, jacket and it's just like where did you acquire I, that it's hard to say and she's wearing a matching powder blue shoe yeah mm-hmm. it's just so subdued that we honestly forget that she exists it's true but mel remembers because now we can hear her thoughts exactly oh my gosh and you'd think that he would just use these for the good of the people obviously not obviously uh, although i think it's fun that he kind of, like it is good it's true to his character that he's still an asshole with his thoughts he's it like, is right away yeah that's true um he has this meeting with helen hunt about the big nike account because of course there's always yes, a big account that right? big they want to nab that big account um helen 
she makes it clear she's like she's not she's not certain he can handle Nike. Yeah, you know, Nike's really going for women empowerment these days. Uh, and she as says, Nike does, and I quote, "Nike, Nike." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, not. A, I would like we need a clean take. We need a clean take. Strike that from the record. Um, did you get? Are you? I don't think I can. Stenographer? I don't think I can. Who's the pod stenographer? Uh, it's pod stenographer. Stenographer. <laughs> stenographer. Have you ever seen a video of them? The stenographer typing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like because they like press through like different buttons to make yeah them, they type so fast their brains function in a way it's, it's like drummers when they sing at the same time as drumming right. I'm, I'm like put, how do you do that i'm gonna put a link in the episode notes to some court stenographer videos wow, you're cashing a check i am cashing right now, a check that, that your ass needs to if you're already hitting my links in the episode notes then you clearly have important things to do with your day and i good respect you. your time good for you um i clearly don't we're so, saying screw it <laughs> in screw wine it. form so don't it's, worry about us know, it's probably a 2021, maybe a 2022. You know, the oh, grapes haven't started it's, fermenting yet. It honestly tastes like grape juice. It does. I'm not it's even a little welches. bit buzzed. Yeah, it's giving me welches. Where do you think the Welch's girl is now? And is she okay? She's... Did we do the same thing to her that we did to Britney Spears? We did. Damn it. We did. Not again. We only have ourselves to blame Not again. Oh, yeah. God. Anywho's, um, Helen Hunt says, and I quote, and I'm going to say this Thank for the you. first time really perfectly. Get a clean take of this because it's Thank a beautiful you. quote. It's a beautiful quote. Because I said, every time I see Nike, I'm going to say this. Exactly. Nike is state-of-the-art, hardcore woman power. Yes. Wow. And that is, other than their other slogan, just do it. Yeah. And their other slogan, child labor is fine with us. Yes. Is probably like the top three top three logos of all time exactly. or logos sayings and logans quotes, because... logans logans <laughs> <laughs> i can't find any of my words today <laughs> oh. it is it was such a moment for helen hunt to deliver mm. that with just a laissez-faire attitude because yeah. that's i swear her direct or acting coach mm. the director whoever guided her in this mm-hmm. and maybe she did herself you think she had an acting coach in this i think that somebody got it in her ear to say listen this movie, mm-hmm. they didn't say film, right? May be called "What Women Want," mm-hmm. but do not articulate in any way what, what your you character want. might want or need. At that's any fair. Point. I mean, what I would say is that it's actually the writers that write the scripts. Absolutely. I don't come for. <laughs> I do not come for Helen. Thank you. I want to say I that. am here on in be, on behalf of Helen. She acted the Helen out of that. She Helen did. She sure did. She played Helen Hunt mm-hmm. to the top of her intelligence. Wow. <laughs> it was just an improper. That is an improper. <laughs> I didn't want to use it, but I was like, oh, there it is. It's already there. I got to say it. But like, she played Helen Hunt. She did. And she played the hell out of Helen Hunt. She did. But the thing is, she was given literally nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. And other than be sad, be a sad bitch. Be a sad. Even though you're the boss babe That's of true. this situation. That's true. And you have everything. But this is before nothing. boss babe culture, you know? If exactly. you were a woman in the office, yeah. you were true. You know, now you're a yeah. boss babe. Yeah. You know? And that's. That's huge for us. Yeah. Or you were successful in your career, but you didn't have your love life. And well, so therefore, did arguably, you really exist? Helen Hunt Tree is in the woods. divorced. Yeah. Um, so Mel Gibson can hear her thoughts now, though. Turns out. Oh, Skedio. So he <laughs> uses that to his advantage. What? Yeah. No. Mel Gibson? And he starts to steal her ad ideas what? A as she's saying that. White them. man takes credit for a I woman's know. It's work. It's so bizarre. That's Don't worry. It's still a white woman's work he's taking possible. credit for because no other women oh, are allowed in the room. Not even a little bit in that room. <laughs> so don't worry about so that. So it's fine. We're only What fighting. women want? Only cis white women yeah baby oh gosh <laughs> yeah and he just like is taking all of her ideas out of her head he's literally like, yeah plucked, literally. she's literally like did i say that out loud like yeah. he's gaslighting her while plucking her yeah, very ideas, her ideas, out, of her ideas head, out of her head which will ultimately get her fired yes. because they're like wow she's not pulling her weight around mm-hmm. here because so he's coming up with all the good ideas and she's ever. like she starts to doubt herself <laughs> she's like wow i must be a real piece of yeah. shit this guy gets it and more <sighs> Um, there is a real mood of this movie, which Carrie, you pointed out and you're saying it's like with all these ads and like Alan Alda and Mel Gibson, they're all like, how do we empower these fucking women? These fucking <laughs> sad ass 
fucking women. <laughs> oh, it's great. Who need all these fucking sad, sad. products. It is, again, I can't help but wonder, who is this movie for? It's true. It's so patronizing. It's terrible. None of these characters have any agency or joy. No, definitely not. They're all sad ass. And they all ultimately need Mel Gibson to fix every single one of their problems. Mel Gibson is the fucking superhero Which is crazy because we know... And it's been quoted in the canon that Nike is state-of-the-art hardcore woman power. So you'd think they'd all just go out and get sports bras. Just do it, ladies. Just do it. But again, this isn't what happens. That's not. No, instead. It's also called what women want. But they keep calling all the women girls. Yes, girls. All the time. Yes. (laughs) Never call them women. And the women are never directly asked for uh, what they want. um, (laughs) Nor do they ever go for what they want uh, of their own accord. so true. So it's just a very patronized it's like Alanis Morissette's ironic oh isn't it I don't think it is yet an entire song produced without irony called Mm, irony is that not irony you know so I what about rain on your wedding day what about 10,000 spoons when all you need is knife? Oh, and then like, you have to ask yourself, where the hell are you? That there's and 10, where is my beautiful wife? Spoons. And where is your beautiful wife? And Anyways, sorry about that plate crash. Thank you. <laughs> no one survived. Oh, it's so true. No one survived. That's Canadian's Alanis Morissette. Morissette. Who was one of the CDs? Yes. That Mel Gibson was rifling through at the beginning. Yes, in his daughter's backpack. Yes. Daughter is played by a woman we know as a poor man's Joan John Cusack. Cusack. A poor did you say young. John Cusack? I did. <laughs> I said I mean, John. <laughs> I, it's just Joan and John have quite and different. Joan and John, to be fair, what are we being Joan fair and John about? feel like are a 60s like, duo group. That's fair and they yeah. both have the same name yes and so, energy and careers that's, that's exactly but one was exactly more successful true. because they were men uh-huh. and that is joan cusack oh uh, joan cusack is more successful in my heart Honestly, i love she, every time joan cusack's in a movie I i'm love, like oh i love joan oh cusack. i love her she I is my her. aunt and my best friend mm-hmm. and my spirit animal. She's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a spoon. Oh, and you and now you and, have you, 10, and you've got ten thousand of them worth of that. What a win! Yeah, what a win. True. So Mel Gibson, you might be wondering, is he ever gonna fuck any of these women he's trying to empower? <laughs> Don't worry, I he was does. Yeah. Um, he goes out with Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. They have sex, but uh oh. He's actually not that good at having sex because he can finally hear her thoughts. So he knows what she wants mm-hmm. and he delivers. Well, first he goes into her bathroom and he has a penis pep talk. Yes. Which I which thought was funny. I thought it was funny because I know for a fact that all men do that. Exactly. And now that I've watched this movie, now I know that men give their penises a little pep talks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right before the sex. That's right. They're like, hey, little buddy. Yeah. And they say it out loud. In yeah. a girl's bathroom. This is what we do. We can do this. Yes. Pep, pep, pep. Pep, pep, pep. Pep for the peen. That's right. Pep for the peen talk. <laughs> anyway, he goes back in there, reads her mind, and just Marissa and just Tomei. Wows her to a degree where it's like. You're just like, whoa. It's so over the top after the fact mm-hmm. that you're just kind of like, like, Marissa, from one are woman you to okay? another. You're like, just like, tone it down. Like, though. chill. Like, I, I'm sure it was good. Like, good mm-hmm. for you. And get like, it. Way to go. Do and get, get it. it. Do We're get like, it. happy for you. Very. We celebrate the fact that you just had great sex. Mm-hmm. And it must have been good because you. Ugh, I just can't with Mel Gibson. I, I know. So at least, you know, you got what you needed out of that. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just like, she could not be like, you did this. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, technically, you did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, oh. it's ironic again, because all of these women mm-hmm. in their brains, mm-hmm. because they can't do it outwardly because they're women, yep. tell anyone what oh, they want damn. or need. Yep. And so because Mel Gibson has this freak accident mm-hmm. where he can now do it, from the power of who knows what mm-hmm. we're still we don't care we don't know we don't care um he now delivers on that and they think wow this guy did it for me when it was them the whole time revelation yikes that's so true you know what else is ironic um it's a free ride, ride but you already paid, paid. anyways um, no, it's just was, unfortunate luck. Yeah. Um. So there's also a moment where he mm. comes. He's working late at the office. Oh. oh, this is such a sad moment. And he goes in and he sees Helen Hunt still working there. Yeah. 
first he focuses in on her bare feet. Yes, which, which you were disgusted with like, immediately. Oh, gross. You're like, like foot yes. fetish. Yeah. I mean, no, it's fine to have a foot fetish, but I'm just like, don't. Don't fetishize. Don't. Helen Hunt. She's at work. She's just the let boss her be. of this company. Let her be. Yeah, don't she's your boss. Her. And don't enter. Oh, we've yeah. We've already kind of heard some of like Helen Hunt's like thinking like, I can't fall for our guy at work. So you kind of know that they're whatever. Like, well, yeah. it's also a rom-com. So we fucking get it. We know what's happening. <laughs> we've watched not, a couple. Yeah, we're trained. Um, but she, he comes in and he's like, oh, you're still here. And then she's like, I'm like, she, she says like, oh, like. I think she says, I'm glad you're here. And then in her head, she says, I'm stuck. I'm so alone. alone. She's like, it's Helen, these no. literal, like sad ass statements oh. that these women are apparently thinking at all times. And the only one who can help them is Mel is Gibson. always it's like Mel Gibson. You know, because I mean, there's this crazy Never idea I've been having. I don't know. Carrie, tell me if I'm wrong, but tell me I if will. you follow with this. I'll so always. I don't know. I've always just kind of grown up thinking mm -hmm. that all humans are dynamic individuals. Sure. And that we all have different thoughts and ideas okay. and struggles. And we're all incredibly like nuanced people. I mean, and like our past really shape who we are now. I guess. Um, regardless of gender. Okay. Um, we're all just kind of, you know, fully fledged people. Yeah. That's kind of like how I've kind of approached the world. But when I see movies like this. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like. You know, or like I hear like people talking or like yeah. I like just see things in pop culture and I'm like, who like whomst among us? Mm. Like this is insulting for men and women. This movie. I mean, because it's basically saying that me all men assume that women are two dimensional characters. Absolutely. And women just hate men because they're unable to fulfill their desires. Yeah. And it's just like. I had just like this is just so not my experience. Yeah. Like everyone I've ever dated has been like a fully dynamic human being yeah. with like real life problems and struggles and have also known that about me. And I'm just like, yeah, what is this reality? I well, can't. It's the crazy fun experiment where you take a binary construct of what mm -hmm. gender is mm -hmm. and you put it against mm -hmm. itself and you go, is that comedy? It might be. <sighs> So Can fun. we build romance in it? Probably. Yeah. It's ultimately a, a long-winded tale about how to gaslight a woman. Has anyone ever thought about doing um, like a stand-up routine about like the differences between men and women? I thought about it. Yeah. That's but, that would That would probably sell. But then I got too emotional. Oh, were you on your period? And I was on my period, so That's I couldn't fair. form mm. a full thought about That's it. That's super fair. One time I was thinking, and then that actually felt like too much, so I just stopped. One time I was thinking, and then Mel Gibson came up to me and told me exactly <laughs> what I wanted, and I said, damn, bitch, you nailed that. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And thank you. Was it for him Let's to go away? Together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. All right, interesting. Cool, yeah, cool, okay. cool, cool. Uh, but you know what? Okay, we do have there's one scene that I actually liked in this movie. Okay. Let's let's um, let's find gratitude moments that's here. Let's find a gratitude moment. Thank you, Carrie. Attitude of gratitude we need to for add what women want. What journals. did women want in this? What I loved was when so he takes his daughter, fake Joan Cusack. Fake Joan Cusack. Prom dress shopping. <laughs> yes. And we get our montage. We get our montage scene to the one, the only what a girl wants, what a girl needs, Christina Aguilera. Oh, amazing. Um, and uh, fake John Cusack just tries on like a bunch of different 2000s dresses. And Mel Gibson Very shrugs fun. and grunts like, his way through the scene. Yeah. And but yeah, we do build a slight relationship, small connection. Because again, he has a daughter, mm -hmm. so he's got a love weapon. Got to have that somehow. Yeah. Um, later, um, when the daughter scene comes back, it's at prom, after prom, his ex-wife calls him and is like, where are you? Yeah. She's called me like three times and I can't get a hold of her she's now. crying. Like, isn't she supposed to be at the prom? And he's like, oh, right. Because he forgot that she had prom. He completely forgot so, about her single most important event of her young adult life. Mm. Um, so again, we're supposed to believe that he's now mm -hmm. so intuitive about what women mm -hmm. want, but he can't even remember just a slight moment oh. in his daughter's life. Yeah. Though he does somehow manage to run over there and give her a pep talk, pep talk, talk. in the girl's washroom yeah. mm -hmm. because 
her boyfriend at the time yeah took he, another girl or yeah something. she was she promised him she'd have sex with him on prom oh night. right and he was just never like, a great idea to no, do that but she's young and her boyfriend was clearly an asshole and when she was like i'm not ready he was like i knew i shouldn't have brought in a stupid sophomore to prom oh right and that was french a, a girl with a tongue ring or something yeah and so, but Mel Gibson is also still fucking stoked that she didn't do it. It's just like, just yeah, like, we get calm it. it down. It's that energy know? of like a dad who's like, it's just like answers the door on their first date and uh, is like, say hello to my good. Yeah. And, and you're just, just like, like what is Why do you have such a stronghold in your daughter's virginity? Yeah. But nothing else about her life. Nothing. You Name have no other interest in her. Taking. Three of them. What is she into right now? Yeah. What is her goal? Don't say Meredith Don't say it because we all we are. are. Yeah. That is <laughs> we, what women that's want. What that's women the only want. thing this movie got right. Oh, it's Meredith Brooks. Meredith Brooks. Thank you, Meredith Brooks. Yes. Um. So he's not done saving people, though. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, dark storyline. Judy Greer. Judy. Has been walking around in her beiges. Having like very sad like suicidal. She's thoughts. been in it's and out of rooms, sighing and talking yeah. about how she just thinks no one would notice if she was and gone. And it's definitely handled with all the delicacy that you can imagine this movie would handle such subject sure. matter with. So an over the topness that feels disingenuous. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't. Like, like just yeah, like tokenizing. Of, it's a, it's, it's really not great. Not, it's, it's not, not a great good. take on mental health. It's certainly and not. It's a a miss a misfire for casting because Judy Greer oh, radiates an energy. She does of best friendery. Oh, best friend. of uh, mm-hmm. joy and yes. uh, mischief. Exactly and confidence. Exactly. I would give this her that. Is not. The kind of this Judy is Greer BFFery. She had to that we have come to know and love. She had to stoke her own flames or flames. How do you? What is it when you diminish your own? Uh, like not when stoke because that makes the fire bigger. That's so literally. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it, and I was like, "That's not the right." Not one. it. Um, what is it called when you like literally? She had to tamper. lower her own flame. Yeah, dim she, her own light. dim her own light for this role. There it is. That's how I felt. Like yeah. the director kept being like, "Cut! We need you to hunch your shoulders." Yeah more Judy, could you be 80 percent less charismatic yeah we need you to just stare at the floor yeah. and mumble your way through your lines we are actually going to do that note for every actor here who's not mel we yes. can't outshine mel in this okay we cannot mel's the charisma and when we say mel film. we need male male so if you're female just stop shush just shush we will say that nancy diminish. myers did direct this movie well, and we do have to take some points off Nancy Myers for this. I have questions, Nancy. I do. I will take, I'm going to take a star off of wow. the door. The where door? I keep where you keep your star power for the boat. Of? That's a long story. I don't, we don't need to get <laughs> I into it. I think we have time. <laughs> actually, no, I'm looking at the clock now. It actually seems Just to saying. be, what was that Nike quote again? <laughs> Nike is state of the art hardcore women power nike definitely paid to have this in the movie and then be the main ad so that we would yeah. all forget because it was the late 2000s everyone was really talking a lot about nike's uh, child labor practices yeah and terrible factories and yeah. so they were like what if we were known for good women shit yeah we can we can sew a sports bra together that was literally the copy that was sent out exactly they were like mm-hmm we're about the the broads now. Yeah, we can support a boob. We'll we'll hold those boobs like a good bra. That's right, like a good bra. State Farm is there anyway. State Farm is there. <laughs> the State Farm oh, of our boobs. Oh God! So yeah, he senses that Judy Greer's not at the office, and he's kind of changed now, I guess, because he's listened to women. So he's uh, listened to women in song. Yeah. Oh my God! Women in songs changed Celine me. and, and Meredith Brooks. Meredith, thank you. So he goes down to where Judy Greer lives. Turns out she lives in Chinatown. He doesn't even just go down. Mm-hmm. He okay. So this <laughs> Judy Greer calls in sick. No, which, she doesn't call in sick. Well, she has been into work. Yes, but she, oh, she doesn't call in. Sick, but they're like, she oh, didn't she call never in. called in. Yeah. Okay, so I missed that point. But regardless, she does not come into work. And it's like, you know what? That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's probably an HR mm-hmm. thing. There's something to investigate there. Mm-hmm. No, Mel Gibson goes Runs. right. To the person's house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. who he's never really even had the a middle full of the night conversation with. Yeah, I don't think it's even, the night. It was was the it daytime? Evening? No, no. 
Oh, okay. Well, now I'm I'm making up facts. Okay. <laughs> and that that right there wow. is a cut. Okay, so he goes. No, wait, Carrie, <laughs> are you editing out your own mistakes? I'm trying. It probably wow. Won't work. But regardless, he goes over to her house mm-hmm. at any time of day. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'll okay. say that at any literally time any time of day. Sure. Inappropriate. Oh, I'm with you. And breaks into her house. Yes, he does. Because she does not answer the door. No. He just goes in thinking Mm -hmm. this sad gal Mm -hmm. is now going to potentially Mm -hmm. off herself. Yep. And so he bursts in. We're all just like, oh, no, there's a cat who's basically warning him, like, come in here. There's a sad Sad woman who's just too sad to exist. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though she has everything going for her other than just being sad in a one-dimensional way. Um, And then... Of course, she's surprised to see yeah, her like her employer, boss's boss, boss yeah, probably in her home. Yeah, and she's like, "What the hell?" She handles it pretty well. She's yes, like, she "Okay, this is super rude that you're here." But he finds out that he can't hear voices anymore because he got struck by lightning. Yes, right at because he sees the old uh, Chinese women woman who, who basically and... gives her powers yeah. to him of like yeah. if you stand over there yeah you'll be relieved of this curse. yeah yeah oh yeah it's very like ebenezer uh, scrooge but yeah, for women it's, it's very bad honestly his yeah. lesson was like women aren't shit yeah but he never learns that lesson he really does because these women are still one-dimensional nothing characters yeah. mm-hmm. and the only thing we do is pity them yeah that's what we love to do, though. We love it. Um, he then single-handedly cures Judy Greer's depression. Yes. Because he's like, um, I'd love for you to come in. Because I guess she had wanted to do a meeting with him to be a copy oh, editor. Right. And he's like, I'd love to hear your ideas. And She's it's like, just, I told you them. Yeah. <laughs> you just what? didn't care. Yeah. So he solves that. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go, Mel Gibson. So that Mel Gibson gets a star on Allie's door. No, please but, no. I don't want it. But what? he gets more stars because Why? he saves oh. every other, oh, yes. woman. other woman. Because remember, he runs into Marissa Tomei. And by yes. runs into, I mean Marissa Tomei is stalking him outside of his home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, fair. Because she's super desperate because mm-hmm. they slept together once. This does happen at night. Best sex of her life. Yes. And she's so sad that she's like, oh my God. You I didn't can't call live without me. You. you did not call me. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. And Basically, uh, she's says, like, well, she because she's like, please tell me you're gay. Yes. And then he's like, he's like, yes, yes. I'm gay. And she's like, wow, that makes sense. Which, again, okay. is definitely supposed to be like a hilarious joke <sighs> that Mel Gibson, the man, the manliest, the manliest man, man brave heart himself. Mel Gibson. That's right. Is like, I'm gay. Isn't that hilarious? Wow, the year 2000. Best. Yes, it is. Um, so yes, he saves her by being the better man because he can finally, he can say that he's gay. Yeah. Wow. How big of you, Mel Gibson. Um, (laughs) and then he's got one woman left to save, Carrie. It's the huntress herself. That's right. The huntress. (laughs) Exactly. He goes over to her sad, big house, her empty house. That she's getting booted out of yeah. because she got fired from her job Which, because Mel Gibson stole all of her ideas and she was too sad. She didn't even fight, apparently. Yeah, that's what Alan like, Alan Alda was like, fight. she didn't even put up a fight for it. She's I so do, fucking sad. I do want to meet with um, Darcy, Helen Hunt's character in this, yeah. just to talk about like financial risk and that kind of thing because yeah. she did have this job for about a week mm-hmm. and um, I just am worried that she's now going to have to give up this house. Yeah. It's kind of like, I feel like maybe what you should have maybe bought a, a better option, yeah. you know? Like, were you so tied to your first paycheck? Yeah. Like you were living just, paycheck to paycheck, that's but you're a this big house to buy. I mean, maybe rent for a bit if yeah. you don't know what you want yet, you know? And like, I just feel like as somebody just, who's seemed to have held such a high prestige mm-hmm. position early mm-hmm. on in this film um she became very sad and dowdy I by agree. the end of it i with think no what real she reason. needs is like a long weekend with um some wine maybe in martha's vineyard with some gal pals i think she did some some maybe some white linen loose blouses i think she needed some wind blown oh, like yeah. open mm-hmm. patio door yes, juliet balcony style oh, sunset so nice. breaching a uh, beachside mm-hmm. um loose martini loose martini yeah and a mar- like certainly just living her best yeah oceanfront her very but what best she life. got was Mel Gibson coming into her house. Yikes. 
in yes. the evening again. And he basically comes in and he's like, he admits he admits everything with like he says he stole all, all of our ideas. He's like, hey, guess what? I read your brain. So sorry about that. I mean, took he, all your yeah. ideas. My bad. You <laughs> are a gorgeous genius. Yeah. But then I took those ideas, and knowing that they were yours, and I sold them oh. to my uh, job. And then I looked really good, and you looked like shit. Yeah. Uh oh, skinny. Even though your brain was the one that did it. Oopsie doopsie. And she was just like, I'm upset. Mm-hmm. But Well, first she said, if that's all true, because he got her her job back. Yes. Which I completely disregarded while watching. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really seem get important that either, to me. Because yeah. I was like, he's there to give her her job back. Yeah. Again, I'm like, she's your motherfucking boss. I know. Yeah. Where do you come from yeah. here? Giving out Nelly. jobs like you're the job guy. Yeah. You're Mel Gibson. <laughs> Ugh, go you're lucky home. if you give a good job. <laughs> um, so she's like, first of all, Nike is state of the art hardcore woman power. Yes. And second of all, we've said it three times, so it's <laughs> now you. canon. It is now canon. If that's all true, you're fired. And Mel Gibson's yeah. like, wow, I did not see that backfiring. Anymore. And honestly, that was the best moment of the film. That was, all, yeah, it really was. was. Helen it Hunt, was like, all right, yeah. Sh- and the way she delivered it, although mm-hmm. it was as passive as everything she's ever delivered in mm-hmm. this movie, um, it the fact that it was so passively delivered mm-hmm. was what was so strong about it. It was. It she's felt like, very well, final. If that's the case, then you are fired. Yeah, and like I love like that. A fact. I was like, there's a was, twister blowing in this I know. And I was office. just like, oh, imagine if her whole character had been written like that. Right? Imagine I could if have, she hadn't been I would just have like, loved oh, the back and forth dynamic of so two fun. people who have such different wants. But when it's just but like clear wants. Mel Gibson with a bunch of lambs. Like it's Mel not, Gibson knowing everything and every other woman knowing nothing. Like I and everything him, they do But I'm laughing at his joke anyway. It's yeah. like, oh, boring. This is a waste of a boring. premise that was already so basic it's to so begin true. with. Um, excuse me. He had to get electrocuted in a bathtub. Listening he got to Meredith struck Brooks. by lightning, electrocuted twice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this man not like suffering? They say that lightning never s- strikes twice in the same place and make you think women's thoughts for a week. And that's that... a saying. And also, a watched violin never plays "Au Clair oh. de la Lune," despite oh. Edward Cullen asking it to multiple times. Hey, and now we've done it. We've bookended mm-hmm. Twilight quotes. Boom, boom, nailed it. Nailed um, but it. don't worry, she stays strong for about two seconds. Yeah, because then they ultimately date. They ultimately like end up dating, which is it's like, cute. well, they kiss or whatever, and you're just like. So sorry. He just said that he stole all of your. He ideas took everything you thought about and this entire used time it to leverage his own career. Yeah. So what is it exactly that you're attracted to? Yeah. Other than maybe a perm that's now feathered Ooh. into hair because he's slowly balding. Right. Yikes. That's yeah. a yikes. Yeah. So in the end, Carrie, could you say that she rescued him? Huh. Wow. What a deep. No, I couldn't okay. because he ultimately <laughs> takes credit for everything and he saves does. everyone. So he, he just ends up being the hero of his oh, own story anyway. Goes. And what women want doesn't even matter anyway. Boring. What a girl oh, wants. What a girl needs. Honestly, that song is iconic for this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. In the fact that they use the word girl over and over it's again. It's very true. I'm like, just call it what a girl wants. Don't pretend it. Yeah. I mean, I guess there already is a movie called What a Girl Wants. Oh. Starring Amanda Bynes. Well, um, we'll have to watch Carrie, that you made a wonderful point while watching, which was with the right soundtrack, this would be a horror movie. It would. It, <laughs> would, it gave me the shining vibes. Yes. The way that Mel Gibson carries himself throughout every woman's apartment mm-hmm. without being asked to enter. Yeah. The way he just stumbles through every moment where he feels like no one else can see him Mm -hmm. or hear him and that he has absolute control over the situation is that of a psychopath. I think especially if you took out like what the women are thinking. Yes. Like if you took, if you edited those lines out and then added in like. uh, And they added such like a a jazzy, like a lot of saxophone, Mm -hmm. like a very like like the soundtrack very much like if you do enter end up going enter if you do end up going down this road uh Mm -hmm. you will notice that the soundtrack 
really helps tell women what they want <laughs> and dictate how they're feeling about the situation. So smart. But without a soundtrack, mm-hmm. you're really going to get a vibe of Mel Gibson yeah. really enforcing what he wants in every scene yeah. and writing, just trying to tell you like, oh, he is the hero of this story. Yeah, it's funny that Mel Gibson, through all of this, you know, trying to figure out what women want, all that blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Age old question. does he ask? No. <laughs> why why would he he's got to infiltrate the most the intimate aspects of who they are yeah and mm-hmm. it turns out they're super one-dimensional mm-hmm. and it only really reflects around a man anyway and so don't worry about sad. it but guess what if you're but. not a white cis woman mm-hmm. then we don't even get to hear your no, thoughts in a real not. impactful definitely way. not so turns out oh it's fun it's a good time it's fun and we have fun it's a good Gosh, ride. What a film. I give this zero Mel's out of zero. Yeah, that's a, a new rating system we're never going to use again. No. And we, we <laughs> have no legs. Um, Carrie, what an episode. What a time. What a wild ride. What a Monday evening. That's what we recorded this. Monday, Monday evening vibes. We say screw it. Shiraz. Uh-huh. Brought you by Screw It Shiraz. Screw it. You choose the year. Shiraz. It's not going to tell you what year it is. So, you know what? Every year is the right year. Is a good year, right year. when so you're true. drinking Screw wine it. out of a tire. That's. <laughs> I never get tired of this My good year tire. Goodness. So what's in the news? Okay, yeah, we have a Patreon. This is this is new off hot off the press. Yeah. If you would like to support us, amazing. There's three different tiers. Oh. You can check out all the details in uh, what it's like. It's Patreon.com. I'll put the link in the well, in the old hey, notes. Allie will slap that I'll link in there. I'll slap that link in the notes so quickly. Uh, Patreon.com/slash when carrying that Allie. Um, and, and we appreciate we have bonus episodes coming out soon. Yes. Huge news. We've got letters coming to you in the mail. We've got brunch enamel pans. It's adorable. They're really adorable. Um, <laughs> so if you want to support, feel free to yeah. do that there. If you can and you want to, we appreciate. Totally. Um, otherwise you can also still follow us on Twitter at what Carrie Uh, mm. you can also follow us on Instagram at brunch comedy. Cause we, of course are brunch comedy. That is a fact. And I mean, no cap. British Columbia is opening up slowly and surely. So hey. we're looking into doing some live shows. Hopefully cross hopefully. our fingers in September. Let's so, just, let's see that as, as long potential. as it's safe and happy, then we'll probably be there. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And until next time. Oh. I finale. I remain and still am Carrie. That's amazing. Yeah. What a girl wants. What, what a girl, girl needs. Whatever I do, what a girl needs.